You are listening to the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. Our good friend Doug Christie, he's away for the week. He's traveling with the team back east. So I traveled in studio. I sat down with Jim Cosimore and with Katie Hunter, formerly known as Katie Christensen. We had a very good conversation about their long-term relationship, dating all the way back to House Party Live, uh, as well as some of their highlights and lowlights of over a decade of covering the Sacramento Kings. So let's get right to that conversation. Jim Cosmore, Katie Hunter, Purple Talk. Let's get to it. Welcome to another edition of Purple Talk, the Purple Talk podcast by NBC Sports, uh, again, brought to you by Wendy's. Um, Doug like is Wendy's. out of town. I like Wendy's. Oh, see. I do. Wendy's likes this. I do. I, My kids do, too. What do you like at Wendy's? I'm a frosty guy. I like the swirl. Do you dip? Don't be. Do you yes. dip the fries? I do dip the fries, and I like the swirl. I don't like just the chocolate or just the vanilla, because I like bringing two ice cream worlds together. Two ice cream worlds. Baked potatoes. Baked potatoes. That yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, me and potato. Jerry, we drive back and forth to the city together, and we'd have to stop. He loves the chili, so we <laughs> really would, and, and you you got to go inside. And did you inside. not pay for it later? No, you have to go. Don't inside. go through the drive-through. We we would sit inside on the way home, and, yep. and we would sit and have dinner, and then we would get back. In the oh, car you eat it? You actually eat? We it? actually oh, wow. would yeah. eat at the it's Wendy's. Like uh, we're at Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. so Purple Talk podcast, <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is, is that we're recording, so it's video. Uh, and so we're just rolling, but at the same time, this is going to be on audio. So, uh, again, I'm James Ham. Doug Christie is traveling, so he's not with me this week. Uh, but if you didn't listen to last week's with Grant Napier, it was absolutely spectacular. Grant was just an um, unbelievable guest. Uh, but I'm joined by Jim Cosmore and Katie Hunter, not Katie Christensen. And we will prove to be disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You only needed one guest, Grant, last time. You need two guests this yeah. time to fill up what Grant did in one show, but that's okay. We will we'll do, do our, our best, best not to disappoint. Uh, yeah. But I, we'll I had Doug with me as well, you know. That's true. And you know what? It's cool because they're uh, working on their chemistry as, as a broadcast partnership. And sure. You know, after having Jerry with We don't uh, work on it as much mm-hmm. as they do. No, but I, I think that's where <laughs> we'll start this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys have been together on and off for a long time. Yeah. You're, uh, so your first gig was with him as, as your host. How did yeah. it start? How did we when come I, together? When I first got the job with the Kings, it was to do the analyst, the pre-half and post-game analyst role. Um, and... Mr. Jim Cosimore was the host of the show, and it was my very first time kind of working in this industry. And I got paired up with Coz because he is obviously amazing. But and do you remember how you got it? Yeah, how I got the job here yeah. is kind of a roundabout way. I no, you remember the original time? Mm-hmm. Where did where the first oh, time we met? But yeah, 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 because you know Craig Amazine, who used yeah. to be the mm-hmm. um, director of broadcasting very here, was looking to fill Kara Lawson's position when she left. Okay. And so he had called me up. Yep. He had gotten my name from the uh, producer of the Suns broadcast because Craig had been in Phoenix prior to being in Sacramento. Incestuous Yeah, he was working with the hockey team there. And so he said, hey, do you have anybody that you could recommend? And um, Bob recommended the producer in Phoenix. He, uh, He recommended me and he called me up and said, would you be interested? And I was like, sure. It's like, great, you have to go to L.A. Remember that? 200 other people. Yeah. And do a, oh. a demo. I had to oh, wow. walk we into the room. two days of audition. It was an open so call. So it was you? Yeah. 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 All right. With It was me 
and they would just bring people in. It was like one after another. Yeah. It was like a treadmill of people. Mm -hmm. And we would be, and some of these people were great, but they would, you know, like they have other jobs yeah. and they're trying to make it, it in broadcasting. In it was in LA. It was in LA. So we had a variety of different types of people mm -hmm. who were being brought in. Okay. Some of them knew actors. basketball. Some were just <laughs> actors. And at one point I said to the people who were in charge of it, um, what are those, the talent finders? What are those people called? Casting. Casting people. We were alone and I said, what do they, what do they want to be? And, I, and they, the guy looked at me, he goes, they want to be famous. He goes, they don't want to be sportscasters. They just want to be on TV. Oh, it was right? the step. They were looking, yeah. For, yeah, the, they were looking yeah. for to get their foot in the Whereas door yeah. so they could take Katie played, and I knew her as a player because I'd broadcast in the WNBA uh, for years, and I remember her as a player, but we didn't know each other. No, I'd never, yeah. yeah. yeah we didn't our, know that each was other. our first Time first time we met together. Yes, and it was instant. Chemistry. I wonder if we could find it. It was instant chemistry. It was. It was. <laughs> it was the Mutt and Jeff of was there shows. Was there anyone yes. like big that they brought in? I mean, you didn't have like, like a, some starlet or like Thomas Jane sitting next. to Yeah, you no, there was none of that. I thought, um, I thought they might do. This is, I think, remember the, the late, the late Glenn Fry. Do you remember the late Glenn Fry? Yeah. Uh, he wanted to be a sportscaster, and I thought for a second that he would audition. Because he actually went to a sportscaster camp, he really? thought because he's he's loaded. He just wants he's living his life, yeah. but he, he he never did audition. Yeah. I was oh. kind of hoping that was well. That would have been interesting. That would have been pretty cool. Um, so but no, I got a lot of actors and actresses, and a lot of people just wanted to be famous. And a couple of people who knew basketball, but Katie had played at the highest level and was also familiar with the NBA game because she was working in. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and then I just carried her for a 10-minute audition, and uh, yep. the rest is history. Basically, he got me hired. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys were together for, like, what, four or five years? No, we were together for two years. Two. And That's all? Because that it felt like four or five, they, James, so, i got to be honest with you. So maybe it, was, maybe it was three. No, I think it was two because How many different I sets signed a one-year contract okay. the first year. And, and in this business, you usually get a three-year contract. They signed me a one-year contract for not very much money. Because they did not know if this whole yeah. dynamic was gonna work out. That's true. And so they brought me <clears> back on, um, maybe it was three years we were, so I think they brought me back on on a three-year contract, and two years into that, they got rid of our show. Oh. So. Yeah, so, yeah, so I had just signed a three-year contract, worked one year, and they got rid of the show, i.e. got rid of me, and uh, they didn't get rid of anyone else, though. They I was the only person. They moved me over to sideline? Yeah. Because yeah. Angela Sai, who was, oh, or yeah. she was the sideline reporter at the time, who they had, I believe the Maloose had brought her in, and she didn't really pan out um, in her couple years there. So I, I guess the timing of it just worked out. They had a year left on my contract, and they needed a sideline reporter. Worked out so, perfect. Yeah. Well, and then after that, they got rid of me. So, <laughs> so there's it worked a common, out perfect. Yeah. There's a common oh, yeah. theme. There is a common there's theme. There's a common theme. Like, well, yeah, we both have yeah. had that. Yep. So then they got rid of both of us. Yeah. I ended up with NBC Sports, which is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me professionally. Yeah. And we're back together yeah. again. It's I don't funny. know how that happened. They usher, like, my first year was, uh, I think it was my first year, they brought in Bill Walton and Jim Gray. That was the year I left. That was year my first left. year yeah. gone. Yes. So yeah. Her salary that they saved in letting her go was able to pay for Bill Walton and Jim Gray. That's uh, how much she was getting paid at the time. I was Bill overpaid. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. Yeah, yeah um, it was interesting that having those guys around was interesting because it was like a sort of a long play by the Maloofs they were gonna bring those guys with them. I believe that Anaheim. they said that they were going to be able to get the president on the broadcast, and I and when that didn't work out because of the big names they were signing. 
Uh, I remember that. I, I don't yeah. know if you do. They I was, said they were going to get the president. I was hurt. I was. I was. I was stung by that whole like the the phone call that I got that they weren't renewing my contract. And um, I believe when they announced that Jim Gray was going to be the new reporter, um, they mentioned his Rolodex of people yeah. that he would be able to add to the broadcast, including the president. Uh, he did have that halftime special with Larry Fitzgerald, which I have no idea why win. Larry yeah. Fitzgerald was on a halftime segment yeah. on a Sacramento Kings game. I think, I think it's fair to great. say, and in, 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 all, in all fun, I, I think it's fair to say that towards the end, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, but towards the end of the tenure of the Maloofs owning the team, that there was a disconnect between what they wanted and the direction they wanted to take the organization and the fans that actually had been supporting this yeah. team for a number, a, a few decades at I that agree. point. I agree. I think there was and some so, disconnect. Yeah. Um, I covered some relocation at that moment yeah. for like so I two, think three years. That was part of the whole, we were part of the, the, um, we're part of the bloodletting. Yeah. <laughs> bloodletting. And then uh, we were, and they were we trying were to figure out what they were time. wanting to do. I think there was a feeling there There are some in Sacramento who felt they won't have always wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. And they tried to act, give them all they needed for buildings. And yeah. no one ever came to the table. I don't know what the inner workings were. But it seemed to have worked out. And in the end, uh, a few years ago, I got asked by NBC Sports to come back onto the beat. And then that's a whole other discussion. But now we're working together again. Yeah. And me coming back was, it was when the team Did you immediately changed. say yes? I immediately said yes. I love it here. I love the team. I love the city. Um, so the, the gentleman who originally hired me, he called me back, said, any way you'd be interested in oh, having yeah. your old job back? And I said, absolutely. I was living in Phoenix at the time. I was working for a news station, and I was actually the social media producer for um, it was for the Arizona Republic, who was also 12 News there. Oh, okay. And at the time, they were we did programming on both sides. So I would do TV on the sports side, and I would do you know online stuff, and I did social media plans for all of the talent, and it was. It was a new role. And Sounds so like a fun was, job. Is it still open? It was my first office job. <laughs> I was in my 30s. It's the first time I had to go into an office. I was uh, like, what is this about? This is for the birds. Like, man. I even showed up on New Year's Day one time because I didn't know you got New Year's Day off. I'm not. I, I showed up to work. <laughs> That's hilarious. And no one's there. <laughs> News happens, and I, like, baby. I pull up the. I pull up like the list of days off. But I, I work in a. I've worked in a world my entire life. Well. Holidays don't matter. You go yeah. to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so no, I that's, that's I showed true. up on New Year's Day. It was like, where is everybody? I could understand that because you're <laughs> right. It, people say, you know, I'd like to be a sportscaster. I say, well, if you like to work nights, holidays, and weekends, this is the career and for you. And miss all your family events. Yeah, miss yeah, all your family events. Yeah. yeah. So I know that was a long story, but we've been working together on and off for a long time. I, the way I, I kind of tell people, too, you know, I started, this is my 10th season. Um, and when I started, my oldest was... I think six, my youngest was two. There you go. Now my oldest is a junior in high school. He has his driver's license. Yep. Um, Terrifying. Different world. He's bigger than me. Yeah. Uh, and Coz, you're kind of, when you were there with Katie, yes. your daughters mm. either were, were little or. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to cry. Itty, itty bitties. Yeah. I'm going to cry uh, because my oldest, Addison, just got her driver's license a couple yep. of days ago. <laughs> and so now she's driving to school on her own. And you want everyone to go. But I remember when she was so tiny, like you were, could pick her up. Uh, so you're yeah. just tiny. And she'd run around the set yep. 
and it was we'd use her in skits. Yeah, well, we we did yeah. House Party Live. That was the name of our oh, show. Yeah, yeah. We House were Party so. Live. And by the way, we were so far ahead of the curve. Everyone's trying to do what we did, and we got panned. <laughs> you, you laughed. We got ripped. You laugh right I now. I remember it. Yeah, I but remember it. But our show was what about yep. six, seven years later? Everyone started to do. Yep. It was you know we had the basketball court. We did it. Yep. Always did a bunch of demonstrations. It was yep. very low tech. It was yeah. you know an actual sure. court. It wasn't. This. A, it wasn't no, a video board or anything like that. Have this. No, yeah, yeah. We had a, no, we a don't. Pool we didn't have that. And couches. <laughs> well, yeah, and we had a cool it, set. We had people that came to the show as an audience. Yeah, and would to watch, watch the show. And I remember seeing yeah. it. Yeah, so, we mean, would like serve meals. Yeah, it and was Henry, unbelievable, yeah, though, right? Henry was, was part there. of Henry Fat Turner. Lever was, was Fat Lever was a yeah. part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a cast of thousands, and um, it, was it, a blast. it morphed through a couple of different variations. Mm -hmm. But our version was with a hoop. You're right, and the pool table. And sometimes we it was house party. Yeah, it was just like we're yeah. having a party, watching a game, just yeah. like you would at home. Right. You call your friends. Everyone comes over. And sometimes you're hanging out around the pool table, and you're talking about how this guy did or didn't do the right thing that night. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a vibe that other shows have always tried to get, and we got ripped for it. Rip for it. You know what's so funny about it? A few years ago, I was in Dallas, and Rick Carlisle always comes in and, and does his pregame press conferences. And he they looks have, just like Jim Carrey. They have a <laughs> they have a media. I'm gonna look for that now. He does. He, he looks does. Just like Jim Carrey. In, in a particular movie, I'm gonna no, look just, for it. But like he's, in he's like the opposite of because he's so oh, yeah. serious. Yeah, he's right. Very he's pretty, and so all the he's time. very stoic. It's hard to get a read on him. Mm -hmm. Coming out of that, and he goes. I remember you. He's like, you used to do House Party Live. I would, I'm not kidding <laughs> That's you. That's hilarious. He goes, we would be in whatever city yep. it was and turn on the TV and there you guys would be doing an hour like, you know, post game show. Yep. And we were thinking, because he goes, the team was not very good. What do they have to talk about? <laughs> eh. And he's eh. like, but you guys did a really good show. Yep. You know? People were riveted. But yeah, it was different. And so. Yep. Um, and we had fun. That's was, part of it. It, we always had fun. Like there was a time. Maybe a little too much. I've the, been, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't know what, it, the fun? kind of feedback that you've ever gotten, but I was also, the first time I was here, I was also doing freelance stuff for ESPN and I would go and do, and I was trying to, you know, uh, get better and improve and, and, and well, don't work like, with me then. you know, get my resume, <laughs> build it up. Cause I, I didn't study this. I happened into this industry. And I remember speaking to a producer at ESPN. She had asked me to send her a reel. And I sent the reel and she said, you smile too much and you have too much fun. It needs to be more serious. The first time I showed up here, uh, Devin told me, hey, uh, can you clip your hair? Can you cut your hair shorter because you look too young? And I said, well, you're going to be 60 to and business. look too young. I said, yeah. do you yeah, exactly. realize I'm, That's not, I'm yeah. 40. Yeah. yeah. That's, and you, you know, I was just about it, those, are, those are genes. Everything. That's science. Yeah. That's but not me. At the same time, a couple years later, when I was gone, I moved to New York and I worked a full schedule for them. <clears> and I went to Bristol and I met with a couple different people just to get feedback. And I don't remember the gentleman's name high up in ESPN. And, and I told him about that conversation that I had had with this woman. And he goes, you know what? We've had this conversation a lot here. If we would have gotten Charles Barkley first, would we have ruined him? That's what <laughs> That's he said. That's a good said. question. That's a and yeah. when he said that to me, I was like, I'm not changing a bit about who I am because that's who I am. And you either like it or you don't. I'm not going to try and fit somebody else's mold. And that, that was a telling point in my career that I'm not trying to fit in anybody else's mold. I'm just going to be me. You know, 
I, I think one of the interesting things for us behind the scenes is you're a, a new mom mm. and life has been different for you. Yeah. Uh, married, uh, new baby. Well, lovely not, wedding. I was there. Lovely wedding. Yeah. Uh, it was a great, great <laughs> party. <laughs> great. She looked lovely. I've got pictures. If you see me at the arena, yeah. I can show you. I need to post the this pictures is of us together. Yeah. shade, I think. No, it no, was awesome. We had a great, it, it was, was in so Monterey. We were in Monterey. Yeah. We got married it was a year ago, oh. May, and then we yeah. had our big yeah. wedding yeah. this past May after the season in, yeah. in Monterey. Oh, nice. and so people wonder if we're friends. If we just do this yeah. for 30 minutes and then we like no. never talk to each other. No, no. I yeah. went and we spent the weekend there. We went yeah. in with uh, Joseph and the family and the friends and I hung out with dad and <laughs> and he was great. I um, hung out with your dad at a basketball camp. He's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. my nephew came down. Great yeah. first dance, the, uh -huh. da the yeah. dad daughter dance. I cried, I still cry thinking about it. Which is funny because is most a people think, I am a crier. <laughs> most people think of the father daughter dance as like a slow song. Yeah. I have always wanted to dance with my dad at my wedding to it's the Bob, handoff. Bob Seger's old time rock and roll. And that's what they did. Oh. And we absolutely got after it. But my dad's Ripped older it. now and he's had shoulder replacements and all this stuff. And so I didn't know that he had had a conversation with my brother like before, like, hey, I'm probably not going to be able to make it the whole time. And then he passed me off to my brother. And my yes. brother almost turned me into the ground. He so is. He, he gets after it. That guy can. <laughs> that oh, guy. Yeah. Had a rug. I'm telling yeah. you, so he is—he's like a—he should be on Dancing with the Stars, right? <laughs> Don't say that. He I could, hope he never hears this. And he's humble. His ego is about as big no, as the studio. No, he's very <laughs> humble. He's got a lovely family, and it was funny because your mom came up to me mm -hmm. as you guys are standing. You and your dad are standing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cry. She goes, "Oh, wait till you see this. This is—you're going to cry." <laughs> And I was like ready to cry. And then she like the old time rock and roll starts and you guys are flying around the dance. We were swing dancing. It was it was a blast. So yes, we uh, it's not what you see here is a product of yeah. the relationship yeah. that started what, two thousand seven? Yeah, I guess. Long time ago. Wow, twelve Long years. Time ago. Yeah. Twelve yeah. years. And we've had fun. We've now had fun. we're in uh we call this the Baybridge studio now. Well you do. <laughs> We call I have yet to, yeah, I don't get to call it that. I know, but you're yeah. a good company man. I appreciate yes. that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I it's different. different. I mean, yeah, it is. We haven't, uh, I guess most of the shows have been in Studio A, which is the Golden, Gate. Golden yeah. Gate Studio, uh, yes. which has got the crazy floor and everything else. But this, compared to what we've had in the last couple of years, uh, is absolutely spectacular. Yeah, oh, everything is phenomenal. Is the lighting yeah. is good, the, everything's good. I, I, this is our, this is my first show in our new studio so i'm a little i've intimidated this is the first time i came in here when yeah. we walked in to do this this yeah. is my first show down yeah. here since they built the new studios i hadn't been in until today right. uh, just because i live so far away i don't usually come to games down here yeah um that used to be a thing I used this to is a home game when, they, when the kings are on the road it's a home yeah. game for me yeah when they're home it's a road game for me yeah, yeah and it's, it's vice versa yeah, it's yeah. Crazy, yeah my first three years <clears> i think i covered 25 26 and 27 games in studio and yeah. for those of you who don't know i live like Oh, Give you a dress out, James. Yeah. yeah, I live in Lake of the Pines. <laughs> he actually has a cool, he has a, a, a pontoon boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have this a guy knows how to lake. live. Yeah. And handy Trust carpenter. Me. He's hey. a handy carpenter. Listen, listen, he married well. Yeah, exactly. He I've married heard this well. Before. Before. So I'll kick this coverage. I don't, I don't want people to think that, well, <laughs> I don't live like that. I don't have a <laughs> pontoon boat. <laughs> I have a. Uh, but he's a handy car. I have a bouncy house and a little kid's cottage That's in my backyard. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I do have cool. a lake in my backyard. It yeah. is. I, I have a lake in my. I, yeah. But Lake Ham. Yeah, I I have to like to get here on a good day. It's like two fifteen, two thirty. Yeah. On a bad day, I'm. I mean, me and Jerry, 
One time it took us five hours to get here. Yeah. That um, is ridiculous. One time we drove and I brought my Suburban because I had heard it was going to be windy and it was a torrential downpour. Oh, I remember and that we night. we were getting blown all over yeah, the Yeah, I remember that night. Me and Jerry all huddled in the car yeah. driving. Um, you know what, though? If you're going to be in a car for five hours, Jerry Reynolds is the person to be in it with. Oh, him and Doug. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean the yeah. stories alone. I, that was, that's Amazing. one of the things I missed last year about not traveling because, yeah. uh, well, I mean, it's, it's weird because Jerry's last season traveling full time was I was still doing mm -hmm. sideline full time last time with maternity leave and and having had a baby. I did not go on road trips. I traveled to the studio. But that's what I, I missed the most was Jerry on the bus. Um, when you're traveling back and forth from games yeah. to the airports and so on and so forth. Jerry Reynolds, <laughs> he is a piece of work in the best uh, way possible. Yep. yep. He so is. So entertaining. Uh, I, I love him, and I also love Gary Gerald. I, oh, I, yeah. I think they are NBA legends. They are Sacramento legends. Mm -hmm. um, I hope they get to do their job as long as they want to do they it. Should. Um, they should. They should. They've earned they're, it. They're amazing to be around. And you know what? Grant, uh, like, Grant is much different off the air too, and I think people don't always get that. That you know, when he's on his radio show, he's one personality. When he's doing the game, he's one personality. But when he shuts it off and he's just a regular person, he's totally different too. Yeah. So he's, I would he, like to. He's a New Yorker, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like you. It, it's that's you can't judge it by the exterior. I guess is the way to say it. I think yeah. we've softened yeah. him in the pregame yeah. show. Uh, <laughs> I think um, I think Gary and Jerry should on occasion do games together, like when the G-Man does a radio game and they're like, I would love to hear Jerry sitting next to him oh, yeah. and have those two They've just do it. They've done it every once in a while. Every once, that's cool. But not that's that cool. often. I was yeah. watching a clip of Gary Gerald call the final uh, final play of the big win against, um, oh, Utah, Utah, the Utah game. Mm -hmm. And it, first win of the year Utah game yes. or okay or yeah. the, the Utah win, the, the playoff win. game no, no no the first win this year. Okay. this year okay it is still so stunning to listen to him paint the picture mm -hmm. it's absolutely amazing I miss listening to radio all the time just because what we do and we don't have yeah. the time to do it but um, yeah it's just absolutely amazing how he's able to paint a picture um, so a little more attention on us James says. yeah a little more <laughs> We're kidding. We're teasing. Obviously, <laughs> everybody loves the G-Man. I just yeah. that was a, that's it is see a, that's what I do. Is, it is a talent. Yes, that's what I yeah. do. It's and then like form. I yes. say things, and yeah. then I, I don't mean them because everyone thinks I'm nice. But I like to say them to yeah. make me not seem nice. I'm well, not, I'm not that nice, quite frankly. <laughs> I'll say this for people who don't know. Um, you know, some of our our elements are at least partially scripted as to like what kind of topics yeah. we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's no one who sets you up for a question like Jim Cosmore. Good oh. and bad. Good and bad. No, I mean, he literally, I think that's why when yeah. I first started working with him, I don't think there could have been a better person to have worked with when I came into this yeah. business because um, he does tee you up so well. And watching him, because I've worked with a lot of people now at this point. Um, you get around. The way, yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, <laughs> oh boy! The We're way the way on. that he is capable of handling because in live TV, so many things go wrong. Um, transitioning uh, the elements of the show, the sponsored elements, like all of those things, like mm -hmm. working it out, and the way he opens a show, he always the, a lot the of times facts, I smile while he's opening. Yeah, yeah, because he has random facts. Yeah, but about it, but I do have a lot of but what we, nonsensical. What we some do, are true. 
Yeah, some are true. Like some are fake. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? But I say them with conviction, and no one ever calls me. Everyone's kind of gotten used to and me doing I that, sit there and so and I'm like, wow, like yeah. this man. But the the point I'm trying to make is, um, kind of goes back to like the open call in L.A. This is a form of entertainment. It's yeah. not just yeah. coming on and oh, talking. God. It's you have to be able to sit there and want to yeah. watch two or three people engage with each other for 30 minutes, 60 minutes, yeah. and not, because now especially, you're on your phone, there's so many different options. Yeah. You have to be able to draw people in and want them to stay there. And yep. I think, you know, you talk about, you know, Grant and Jerry for years, now Grant and Doug, and they're really developing that rapport with each other. The connection that you have with the people that you're on air with, it mm -hmm. comes through the screen and it's just as important. And that's they want to watch it. I know? think especially when you're looking at a team that, I mean, again, in my my nine seasons coming into this year, the best year was last year where they won 39 games. Mm -hmm. I think people forget. That was your high watermark, how, yeah, 39? how mm -hmm. difficult. Before that, it was 33. Yeah. So I my best year before last year, I had written 49 losing game recaps <laughs> in a season. Mm -hmm. That's my best year. It, was, mm -hmm. it got worse than that. Yeah. Wow. But we have to bring something different and something creative that either makes you laugh. I mean, mm -hmm. we were on the show, it was me, you, and Jerry when uh, the court got glossed over. Oh, remember that show? In Philadelphia. In Philly? Yeah. And we we kept going to you, we kept going yeah. to... That was the longest oh, pregame show to nothing. And Doug? It was you, me, and Doug, because Jerry was still doing the games yeah. with Jerry, and, and you, you, were, I was there. you were there. I was there, I was trying an to hour, get interviews, I, I was trying to yeah, find out what was going on. It was hilarious. Yeah. An hour and 35 minutes, hour and 40 minutes mm -hmm. of just like, how do we fill? How do we sit here and come? And you did I, a great job of leading the way. How did you do it? He kept resetting, yeah. and then we would come out and we would talk about different angles. We were, I was on my phone sitting there trying yeah, to get Yeah, he was breaking stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, Doug, we got an athlete, you got an athlete, because mm -hmm. yeah. your body, you know as an athlete, mm -hmm. if tip-off is 7'10", you prepare your body oh, yeah. for that. And most athletes are so regimented yeah. in terms yeah. of their yeah, yeah. routine before games. and. And um, sadly enough, a lot of athletes are um, uh, delicate enough in terms of the mentality that yeah. anything slightly that throws them off can truly affect their game. Mm -hmm. I remember that night, DeMarcus started mopping, mopping the, floor the floor himself. Yeah. And then I remember Costa came out and was like, this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Costa's like, we are going to get hurt on this floor. Mm -hmm. We're out of here now. It was really bad. It was bad. And I, I yeah. talked to DeMarcus, uh, I know, in the back at some point. Got, finally got an interview from a player. Like, yeah. those are the things where... That was, see, it was like the whole yeah. night. We're like, is she going to get a player? Is she yeah. not going to? Yeah. Oh, we're going to Katie. Katie's yeah. got somebody. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I remember that. I remember that. It's, yeah. it's unbelievably difficult in situations like that when it's not your standard protocol, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't have access to players all the time. No. Uh, unbeknownst yep. to most viewers or fans, there are specific times that you have access to players and what you have to rely on, you build a rapport with players throughout your time with the team. Yep. And I remember DeMarcus specifically, when I first came back, my first year back here after being gone for three years, he came during that time that I was gone. It took me a year to get comfortable with him and vice versa because he's yeah. a very difficult person. He has to trust you or he's not going to be easy to work with. It took so me it, like three and a half yeah, years. It to took get me a year to kind of and, and over time it got to the point where I was able to just go to him and say, Hey, can you please come on air for us right now? Yeah. I didn't go through PR, I didn't go and and you have to be able to build those relationships and rely on them. 
Um, and luckily, you know, and it's always important with, you know, your star players to be able to have that. My first year, he started dancing behind me during a hit, <laughs> which, I, to be honest with you, that was a good moment because me and him had had plenty of difficulties, but mm -hmm. we had had sort of a coming to Jesus moment before the season started mm -hmm. where I, we sat down. I'm like, look, we're going to have to work together here. Mm -hmm. um, and he started dancing behind me. And I actually I cool. got him to commit to literally dancing together <laughs> uh, for a hit, but it just never worked out. And, you know, when they lose, it's he's not a happy kid. Yeah. He, was, he yeah. was negative. Okay, so we can't go all day. We've actually got a show to do oh, here in just a few minutes. But um, I'm just going to – Katie, best moment. Best moment covering this team. And whether it's this time or last time, whether it's mm. – Whatever it is. Um, I think hands down, I don't know. I mean, maybe it will change if, you know, we go to the finals, you know. But at that point, we wouldn't be covering it anyway. Um, when I came back, the first game back at, it was sleep train then. It'll always be Arco to me. Yeah, Arco. Me too. Um, Not yeah. power balance. You don't no, call it power balance. No, I wasn't balance. here for the power balance. On occasion. They gave, On me, occasion. Yeah. they gave me a bracelet. Yeah. Did it improve, um, did it improve your golf game or your swing? did not help at no. all. But yeah, coming back that first game, and I remember Grant's toss to me right before tip-off. Um, it, it, it was, and we are so happy to welcome back to our broadcast, and he introduced me, and all I was thinking is like, I wasn't, because how I prepare, I'm so business-oriented, I think that's the player side of me, I don't let the exterior stuff ever, like I didn't even think like, oh, he's going to have a nice introduction, I thought we were just going to get right to work. And he had this really nice introduction, um, and I was like, well, "Shoot, I have to acknowledge it." But then I wanted to get into my, you know, content, what I was talking about. So that feeling, I don't get nervous. That's player in me as well. Never got nervous. Don't let nerves enter in. I remember my knees feeling weak in that moment, and I was just so grateful to be back here um, because this business is all over the place. You know, you can have it a job is. today and you could never work in it again tomorrow. Yeah. And so um, I went through a few rough years of just after leaving here and, and it was tough. I worked like five jobs living in New York City and, and then I was back in Sacramento, which is home for me. So that is by far my, my favorite moment. Um, mine is the second time around or the first time? It doesn't matter. Because the first time was we had so many oh, great years. Playoffs. And it was fun and playoffs and there was great excitement. The last radio game I called was the last Kings playoff win against San Antonio. So oh. that's a high. The second time around, I will reveal a secret. I was asked to do this by NBC Sports and I declined. I said I will not come back and do this. And... Um, uh, because I'd already done it mm -hmm. and part of the reason was I'd moved on in my career and part of the reason was I figured you know what there are a lot of people there who a didn't know me and it didn't matter and maybe there are people who said that ah, we already got rid of them there's no need to bring them back um, but and the reason I said the best thing that's happened to me is to come to work for NBC Sports is they worked with me on making sure that I was going to be comfortable coming back to do it I am when I came back I wasn't the nicest guy but when I finally realized how great the people are um, there was a night there when I actually did cry. A woman comes up to me. She says, hey, remember, hey, how old's Addison? Remember when she was born and I made you that quilt for your, and I'm thinking, Jesus, these people actually like me. Yeah. And like, that's probably yeah. my best memory. Yeah. Probably my best memory is, is, is re realizing some people like me. I'm all of a sudden, who's the actress? Yeah. 
You like me. You really, really. Who's the actress who did that? <laughs> Sally. Um, not Sally Strother. I mean, She's the one with the kids in it. Dakota's <laughs> point, like sitting in front of a camera, it's a very different reality. Yeah. And sometimes the way that you're judged and the things that go through your mind and that you read on social media, it's really hard to maintain your self worth and value and to look at yourself with clear lenses because what you're constantly being um, confronted with is other people's views of you and most of the time the only ones you hear are the negative ones yeah so, so you got my text did yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> I think you've been reading my tweets I think you have to learn how to tune it out and yeah. I think the one thing because the second you came back in the fans were all they were so coming stoked. to the set yeah. To see you, and I know, I know, I remember Doug, you know, your early Doug. time. That's Doug and, and Katie, and you. Guys. And no, you were, no. Well, no. I mean, you're initially you no. were kind of like standoffish with being back, and I saw sort of the the outpouring with, and it was genuine. It was people. There didn't was no. They were way nice. They didn't know that you were like that maybe was, this wasn't your yeah, choice, right? That, but they were so welcoming. It's like there's a, a gentleman who brings me and Doug or. Or Jerry, love he, that guy. He brings us bags of walnuts. Love that guy. Like shelled walnuts. At, he must have like a walnut farm or something. I know. Hello, sir. But I like walnuts. It's, yeah, it's stuff. <laughs> They're healthy. They're healthy. It's like it's things that you don't think about. It's the people yeah. in the yeah. stands that you know walk up and say, "Oh, I love when you said this or that." Or, yep. You know, thank you so much. And I, I just, you know, it's the market is far more personal than like other photos. markets would be. Yeah. People that, like yeah. I had a gentleman come up who, when I was working with Coase the first time, I had taken a, a picture with his son. His son is grown up now, <laughs> came and took another picture, <laughs> the pictures together, put him in a frame. Like, it's amazing. Because uh, yeah. that's the, the best part about this job yeah. is people love this team. It yeah. is, I think, very much unlike other cities because it has been the only show in town for so long. There is an attachment to this team. And a lot of teams, like families, kind of come around a team and that's like a common thing that they share. And when you kind of become part of that family bonding experience for them, it's a really amazing thing to feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that, they, they connect with you and they bond with you. It's unbelievable. And I didn't realize it and probably the best part about this job is when I, it finally clicked in that, oh my God, I mean, this is the right choice mm -hmm. at the right time. And, and it's really a lovely event to go to on a nightly basis. And so thank you to people out there like you. It's a great arena. Yeah. It's a great spot. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they start winning games. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we've got a hard cut deadline here that we have to get off the air um, so we can get ready for the, the we pregame show. on air? <laughs> yeah, so we can go back on air. So uh, I just want to thank uh, Katie Hunter, formerly known as Katie Christensen. Who I still call Christensen sometimes. That's how close we are. Yeah. And Jim I'm the only one, I think. <laughs> nope, you're not. It's all uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Purple Talk, the Purple Talk podcast. Um, tune in next week. Doug will be back. Uh, we've got a big guest scheduled. I'm not going to say the Ooh. big guest because last time the big guest flaked out on us. Uh, and I shouldn't even say flaked out because that's not very nice either. Uh, and we'll probably get that guest some other time. So I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> it didn't work but, out. But we'll be back. Uh, so, again, thanks for Can I guess in. who your big guest is? Next week? Yeah. You can, but you're probably going to be wrong. Shaquille O'Neal. No, I Well, wish. he's big. That would be nice. That would be, and he's a part owner, And right? he's very huge. He I is mean, a big yeah. I went with a big guest. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports, brought to you by Wendy's. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.